Welcome to the Worst Week Yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we read the news and sing the blues. I'm your host, Andrew Hillary, and I am joined once again by my longtime friend, most times co-host, Deanna Mackey. Deanna, what's up, buddy? How you doing over there? Uh, you know, I spent a considerable portion of last night high as fuck off an edible and writing a piece about what it feels like to be a potato being peeled. Um, so that probably doesn't indicate anything good for me, but like the friend I let read it did tell me it was the most beautiful piece of prose he'd ever seen written about a potato. So I, something's working out in my favor. Hey, you know, we all, we all pull creativity from different spuds uh, joining us in our third seat. Uh, actually, in person with me, Deanna's on the phone, but I am in, I am privileged, I am lucky to be in the presence of friend of the show, Audrey from Radio Free Topag. Audrey, what's up? I'm just partying. I'm like still, <laughs> I still have meat sweats from the wings we had <laughs> we last had so night. I'm just a touch hungover. I'm doing, doing everything I need to do today, you know? Hell yeah. It feels good. I'm so glad we, we are finally hanging out. Yeah. I, I got to meet so many mutuals on this tour. Oh yeah. It's been real fucking cool. How was the tour? Like give what's so now that it's over, now that now that you're heading back home after this, what's the overview? Like how do you feel about the whole experience? First of all, Audrey I feel attacked by the fact that he went. Because <laughs> you were talking to me, right? <laughs> well, I can't I can't exactly turn it because then the changes the audio quality of the mic. I gotta stay this way. Well, uh, first of all, Audrey, I just want to say thank you for asking me about me. Like, you know, <laughs> I used good. to do that. It just is like usually a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped. It was it was better for both of us. <laughs> if we want to put out quality content, let's not talk about Andrew's thoughts and feelings. I don't agree. I don't disagree. Um, My thoughts and feelings. Yeah. <laughs> You know, tour has been wild. It's been really, it's been, okay, so, like, this is something that, obviously, uh, I'm very lucky to have, like, amassed the money able to do this, because, like, I, I've lost, uh, like, $3,000 doing this. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, you know, to me, money is not worth as much as being able to do things you want to do, and... Like, I've wanted to go on tour since I was a teenager, like, playing in bands and stuff. This is the first time I've ever done it. And it's, you know, some of the shows have been whack. You know, some of them have been, like, performing for two people in no the middle of nowhere. But, like, a lot of the shows, like, I've had fun. People have, like, come up and, like, we've hung out. I've made new friends, made new connections. I've slept in, like both the nicest places I've ever slept and the worst places I've ever slept. Back-to-back <laughs> uh, -back nights I did that. <laughs> um, I've eaten so much fast food. I'm gonna die. Uh, and it's just, it's been really great. Um, I've made so many new friends. Uh, also, quick shout-out to uh, Marissa, Christine, Christina, Emily, Lauren, Sarah, and Bunny, who You did not sleep with that many women on the <laughs> I know you're fucking lying. No, I met all these girls down in uh, Knoxville the other night, and like they all introduced themselves to me like in bit rapid fire. And then, like a half hour later, they were like, "Oh yeah, well, what are all of our names?" And I somehow pulled them all out. Yes. And they were like, "What the fuck?" And then we made people come up and try and guess all their names, which is not the same thing I did. Um, 
but it was a good time. And then they were like, you're not going to remember our names like tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, I will. And they were like, shut us out on your podcast. And I was like, okay. So if you motherfuckers aren't listening right now, I just did that for nothing. <laughs> okay, but if you motherfuckers are listening right now, he read them from a list in his phone. <laughs> Gravy, edit that out. Um, <laughs> who are trying their best are still just full of shit. Well, I remembered them to write them down, so fuck you. All right. All right. I'll let you have it. Fair. I'll give you a, a half point awarded to each. <laughs> Hell yeah. But no, it's been really fun. I cannot fucking wait to go home. I'm yeah. so excited. I, I cannot wait to cook. Like, that's the thing that I miss the most is that, like, I, I am a trash person. I don't mind eating garbage, but, like, I just want to eat garbage that I make. You know, I want to eat some hamburger helper. I want to eat some spaghetti. Like, I don't want to eat good food. I just want to, like, you know, eat the stuff that the way I make it poorly. <laughs> yeah, you just want to control how much cheese is going to wreak havoc on on your digestive system later you want more control over what is hardening your arteries you want to be personally responsible for every moment of your own discomfort and you know what i respect that level of accountability you know when i make mac and cheese at home i do add cheese to it right yeah you have to that's the only fucking way it's heavy whipping cream butter and cheese is how you make macaroni and cheese perfect craft macaroni and cheese it's like we are the cheesiest i'm like bet motherfucker <laughs> Like, I'll either go all out and, like, make macaroni and cheese from scratch. But if I'm making, like, a craft box, I'm just raw dogging it. I'm just, I'm eating it like the mac and cheese that I deserve, which Hell is. Hell yeah. Although one time I tried to put paprika in it and accidentally put cinnamon in it. And that actually... <laughs> How was it? It was the new, the cinnamon challenge is actually putting cinnamon on mac and cheese. <laughs> the cinnamon challenging. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, fuck yeah. Know, I, I ate it because it was the meal that I deserved, and I take accountability for every moment of my own discomfort. <laughs> As we all should. Well, hell yeah. Um, we've got a lot to get to today, uh, and I don't want to record longer than we have to. So let's, you know, we're gonna get into the news. But before we do that, um, we're just gonna take a moment and say thank you to all of the beautiful, beautiful, wonderful, wonderful, incredibly intelligent. Uh, geniuses over there at patreon.com slash worst week yet that's right people pay money for this show and uh, we do bonus episodes uh, to reward them um, so we're going to be doing, uh, listeners, we're going to be doing a bonus episode about the movie Barbarian I just watched it the other day it is fucking amazing if you haven't seen Barbarian we're going to talk about it soon on the bonus feed so go watch it it's on HBO Max uh, it's just called Barbarian don't look up anything about it it's fucking wild um, it's a real good time. Uh, but yeah, so patreon.com slash worst we get. We talk about non-news stuff. Um, but hey, if you support at $10 a month, we say your motherfucking names. It, because, you know, frankly, we are so grateful that you give us money to do this show. You're paying for almost half of Kennedy's phone bill at this point. And, and it's, uh, frankly, I'm so grateful. Uh, so big shout out to Darren, no last name, the green button, the man in the West, Patrick, leave me alone. Andrea Humphrey, Zap Actions Downer, Josh Trupin, AJ from Baltimore, and DHS Toe Slugs. Thank you so much. It's so cool to hear in person, I gotta say. Yeah. I've heard these shout-outs <laughs> a whole bunch of times. It's can, like, they're can, right there. Can you believe how little I breathe whenever I'm talking? <laughs> <laughs> His chest wasn't moving at all. It's wild. 
I go into a fugue state. <laughs> Patreon.com slash worst week yet. All right, enough of that bullshit. What was the last one? Uh, DHS toe slugs. <laughs> oh, oh, Department of Health. <laughs> yeah. For a second, I thought that you were trying to say DHL. Like, like, <laughs> if, like I was like, wow, we've run out of government agencies and just to like non-USPS shipping right, company. Right. I was like, are we going to just end up at FedEx fingernails next week? Like, <laughs> talk about the fucking news. Uh, chicken have fingers, but fish have sticks. It's not a news story. That's. Uh... <laughs> what if it was so? Front page, Breaking. New York Times. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I would, be- I would believe that. And you know what's <laughs> fucked up? Is like all the actual like critical takes and valuable information is on websites that are fucking paywalled. Yeah. Yes. And then all the fucking menaces of the far right mm-hmm. have big money backing their bullshit. And those are the kind of stories that like <laughs> get into circulation. <laughs> Yeah, you can read Breitbart for free. But... Like, because that's the news that people can get for free. Like, uh, it's almost as if there's a concerted effort to mislead the public and to make people dumber. I don't pretty... know. They, I've heard people say that. I've never seen any proof. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> look, they tried to tell us about Kanye's relationship with fish sticks way back. <laughs> just, way walk, back just walking up South to the. Park. Walking up to Matt Parker and Trey Stone and be like, what did you know and when did you know it? (laughs) You did flip them, though, because it is Trey Parker and Matt Stone. You know what? They'd get it. I feel like potatoes have the life that Kanye wishes he had. Like, potatoes are what Kanye believes he is. Like, like, okay. Okay. Let's get into it. Let's hear it. Fuck the news. Tell me what you're talking about. Really long time. That edible was putting me... Work. Work. <laughs> um, no, truly, like Kanye wants to be like transcendent across like cultures, yeah. social strata, widely accepted, adaptable, loved by all, multifaceted and unique. He wishes, he aspires to be the potato. Damn. You know, I wasn't. Maybe it's, maybe it's not too late. It's the, <laughs> the potato is the food of paupers and presidents, queens, dead and alive. <laughs> the queen is eating potatoes in hell as we speak. Yes, because they roast very well at that temperature. <laughs> you get a baked potato in like 30 seconds. It's fucking yeah. sick. I'm going oh, to hell, dude. <laughs> going, going to hell. Anyone need anything? Right. <laughs> It transcends not just like cultures and social strata, but like metaphysical realms. Oh my God. I had the best mashed potatoes that I've had in my entire life the other day. And didn't you feel like you went to a new metaphysical realm? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They were propelled there by the force of you (laughs) shitting yourself from the butter. (laughs) They were white cheddar mashed potatoes. Oh yeah. yeah, You (laughs) did. 
I've not shit myself once on tour, which means that Surprising. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I've eaten so much. I've eaten. I had fast food three times in one day. Didn't shit myself. I swear. Yeah. Listen, Kanye, if you're out there. <laughs> we get 250 listeners uh, a week. One of them is like the 10th richest person on the planet. Um, <laughs> the other is Papa John, knowing that this podcast is what he he deserves to listen to while he eats 800 pizzas. Um, Kanye, just, you know, let yourself get sliced and grated and shredded and oh, mashed. Yeah. And boiled and stewed and baked and roasted and like baptize yourself in salt and show up on the plate. If you're Hell out yeah. there, it's not too late to be the potato you believe that you could be. Wait, you know what? What what Kanye should do? Like, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, him coming out as uh, wildly anti-Semitic and yeah. shit. What he should do as a, as a gesture towards the Jewish community. Kanye, get turn yourself into a lot king. <laughs> Have some respect. Non-dairy sour cream. Don't be a hater. <laughs> okay, we should we should Happy talk about Sean, you, potatoes are sick. <laughs> potatoes Truly. are real good. Um, that is the is that an official endorsement, Deanna? You've never endorsed anything on this podcast. Are you ready to make your first endorsement for potatoes? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That my longest standing and most healthy relationship is with potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> we okay. are the granddaughters of the potatoes. <laughs> they are good and not rotten. Forgot to roast. <laughs> this is the dumbest podcast. Okay, I'm no. Sorry, we're supposed to be talking about the news, but surprise, the news is that I'm just having a semi public mental breakdown. <laughs> Okay, no, we we do have to talk about the news because like there's a lot of stuff that we missed because we didn't talk about news last week, and uh, I want to begin today with a story that might be the most devastating story that I've ever reported on in my tenure as a uh, podcast affiliate. Um, this is this is huge news, and it's barely making like headlines around the internet i've seen very little people talking about it this might be the story that defines our generation and of course what i am talking about uh on october 24th mcdonald's announced that this will be the last run for the mcrib fuck you ever had a mcrib so many times <laughs> I've that's had, the only I've thing had. he's ever had <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bear like you gotta eat them while you're in season and then like you hibernate i uh i worked at mcdonald's at one point when the mcrib came out in like 2007 or something mm -hmm. so we like had the mcrib for three weeks i guarantee i ate 200 of them <laughs> jesus because like i didn't have to pay for that shit <laughs> McRib. mcrib is to andrew as potato is to me yeah, if I know one thing, it's Mick and Rib. I don't That's know two much. things, I guess. I know the Mick Rib. <laughs> Look, it's like, it's just so fucking good. And people will be like, why is it shaped like that? And I'll be like, dude, like burgers don't naturally come in patty no. form. Shut the fuck up. Somebody posted a video, like, and I don't know how they make these. Is it literally like a McDonald's employee wearing a GoPro <laughs> at work? <laughs> But they fucking, they show the process of how the McRib is prepared. And people were like, I'll never eat one of those. It's so gross. And like, they literally, they pull a frozen thing out of the 
out of a freezer. They throw it on a griddle. They run it through some sauce. They put it on a bun with some onions and pickles, and it's perfect. Yeah. That's literally how I've stayed alive for, like, <laughs> most of my adult life. Yeah. Living. Like, I take something out of the freezer. I heat it up. I slather it in some kind of sauce. And it's ready. That's it's all ready. you need to do. It's food. That's what food we deserve. I'm not a sick son of a bitch. Yeah, I get mine without onions or pickles, and I put french fries on it because I'm a fucking genius. Wow. Hell yeah. Pittsburgh, through no, and through. You're, not, you're a biter. You grew up indoctrinated <laughs> in Fermani's culture. And now, don't appropriate. Hey. I can't appropriate the culture of the city that I was born and raised in. <laughs> Don't tell me you're already canceled. God <laughs> damn it. We all knew what happened. Pittsburgh podcaster canceled for putting fries on things. <laughs> <laughs> I can already see the headline. Anyways, listeners, go to McDonald's, get a fucking McRib. They're, they, okay, McDonald's has said they're discontinuing the McRib before. It's not happening. But but like they, they did it like three times in the early 2000s. But th- the last few years, they've been like, yeah, it's the McRib is back. It's our yearly thing. And they said it this year that like they're not bringing it back uh, nationally anymore. So... It might come back like pop up in regional spots. It yeah. might they might just be lying, but dude, just in case, please go get a fucking McRib. Get it with no onions and no pickles. Put some French fries on it and send me a picture. Send post a picture of you eating McRib. I'll mail you a sticker. Fuck you. Maybe McDonald's just like wants to unite the people behind. <laughs> like they're like, you know what? The candidate that we'll all vote for is the McRib. Dude, if Jeb Bush comes out in 2024 and says he's going to bring back the McRib. Landslide. <laughs> and on the left, we've got Dolly Parton with the Taco Bell pizza. And on the right. Oh, my God. Wait, I would do voter fraud. I'd have to vote, vote for both of them. Fuck. <laughs> Can I split my vote? <laughs> William James proposed that we need to develop the moral equivalent of war, that we need to have a common enemy that rises to the uh, you know urgency of being at war with a foreign power. I think bringing the McRib back is the fucking moral equivalent of war. I think yeah. we're going to fight for that as a as a nation. And I'll die for that. All right. Um, we do have some other news that we missed. Uh, what the other oh, big, other news? <laughs> the other big story that happened while we were taking the week off last week was uh, somebody broke into Nancy Pelosi's house and beat her husband with yeah. a hammer. <laughs> right it's like gay sex pet fucking fought back people were being like well they were caught in their underwear and they had hammers you know what that means you know what that means no i don't you were reenacting every village people music video i'm concerned only one guy had a hammer in the village people and also in this story only one of them had a hammer but like all the stories from the right are like you know they were in their underwear they had hammers you you, you right yada 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 it's like no explain the yada (laughs) very impressive so like obviously this is a pretty fucking insane story like this dude said like after the police came and they took him away like he confessed like my plan was to go to nancy pelosi's house and uh hold her captive and interrogate her and then i was going to break her kneecaps so that she would have to be wheeled into congress okay but that's also been my plan i just have <laughs> like i'm not gonna fucking do it because i'm a lazy piece of shit but i get it yeah this guy sh- he showed some initiative say what you will about him but uh, <laughs> real go getter, this dude. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I love the gumption. But also, like, this is wild, like, because Paul Pelosi, like, I-, 
I never even knew Nancy Pelosi's husband's name nope. this year until uh Oh God, we're we're getting Zoom. There's gonna be some weird edits in this episode. <laughs> and by and by edits, I'm not editing this. Um we'll we'll figure that out in a moment. Um so uh Paul Pelosi's had some a weird year. Like he got into a fucking high speed car crash. Drunk, yeah, dude. Crashed his fucking like Porsche or whatever and was fine. And then he got fucking beamed in the head with a hammer and is also fine. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is Paul Pelosi eating? I'm just kidding. It's the blood of children. Nancy Pelosi's pussy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Slut year, Paul Pelosi whispers as he gets hit in the fucking dome with a hammer. He's the key code to being able to survive the unbearable trauma of existing licking Nancy Pelosi's click, because I swear to God, I'll fucking do it. I swear to God, I'll do it, because honestly, I'll die if someone looks at me wrong at this point. <laughs> Wait, Deanna, that would extend your life. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the opposite direction we're trying to go in, right? Look, I wouldn't mind being alive if I was indestructible. The problem is that I keep breaking, but I don't die. <laughs> Yeah, we all have our different versions of problems. So, uh, Deanna, the Zoom call is going to expire, so we'll probably have to send you a new one or figure something else out. Yeah. And I'm going to do as little editing as possible here, yeah. um, <laughs> which is none. I'm not editing this. Listeners, uh, peek behind the curtain. We, <laughs> we are fucking up. Um, oh, doggy, like mac and cheese and cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think we can get one more story in before this cuts out here, and we have to figure out some magic. Uh, Wait, while we're talking about it, why doesn't uh, why doesn't Audrey make the new link and like send it to me, and then we can like? Holy shit, Deanna, blast. you're you're a Seriously? fucking genius, dude. You're a fucking genius. Um, you know. Yeah. And not quite Nancy Pelosi, but I have like some some people, some political clit. So like, you know, I have <laughs> some, some political clit. <laughs> some no, political I've clit. I've never done that. Well, uh, it's pretty dope. I've done it a few times. Um, well, I guess, yeah, you know. All right. So uh the other thing that we missed, we we did not record on Halloween, so I just want to talk about there was a uh really ex you know, a lot of different places around the world have different celebrations for Halloween. Uh, but there was one in particular I did want to talk about. There was uh, what I think you can define as a wild party in Seoul, South Korea uh, for Halloween, um, where a stampede kicked off and 150 people got trampled to death in their Halloween costumes. <laughs> Which is pretty fucking gnarly. That's true. Like, can you imagine? Nature is healing. Can you imagine being trampled while, like, wearing, like. Yes. <laughs> you can imagine getting peeled like a potato. You can imagine getting trampled. This is the mashing part. Deanna, did you dress up for Halloween? No, because I'm a sad clown every fucking day. <laughs> no Pogliacci makeup required. Is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I dressed as, uh, I got a priest outfit and a clock and I dressed as Father Flav. Pretty good. I cannot imagine being trampled to death while dressed like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you think the only people that survived are the ones in the inflatable costumes? Cause like they just pounced <laughs> off. That <laughs> got me. Oh shit. I just remembered that one of my other like edible mind trips last night was about. <laughs> 
because I was singing about Fit Flavor Flav because of your costume. And I was singing about Flavor Flav doing other things. And then I thought about Flavor Flav, like hosting a Frasier style radio show. And then I <laughs> sat there I'm for, listening. And then I just sat there for like 20 minutes, just contemplating the phrase Flasier Flage. <laughs> 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 so sick of my own shit. Oh my god. Yeah, good morning, Seattle. <laughs> I'm so happy with your shit, Deanna. Thank you. I'm so I can't wait to hug you again, buddy. Um I just want to point out real quick before we move on. Yes. I just paid $14.99 to get a pro Zoom account so that the fucking thing wouldn't die. Hell yeah. Patreon.com slash radio free tote bag. Thank you. Uh reimburse Audrey for keeping this episode going. <laughs> hey mom, I know I told you to go fuck yourself earlier. But if you're still alive and you're listening, now is the moment you can redeem yourself. Send us $14.99 now. <laughs> While supply lasts, I don't even while, know. While supplies last, whether it's the supply of moms or children that's expiring. I'm- <laughs> don't get high on your own supply, okay? Fucking bite inflation. Um, okay, uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, oh, so I don't have a lot of updates on this, but uh, of course, tensions remain high in Ukraine. Of course, between the United States and Russia, uh, Joe Biden announced that he's moving uh, more nuclear weapons to Europe. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, But this week, uh, more fuel was added to the to the fire when the pilot of an aerial tanker for the United States used his plane's flight path to paint a penis in the sky just outside of a Russian airbase. <laughs> now, uh, I saw the map. Uh, it is a shaft and two balls. It is very clearly a penis painted in the sky. However, the pilots... Penis in the sky in Russia. <laughs> Uh, I will say the pilot denies that he did this. Um, Come on, which like I feel like you have to, but that would me. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do that. I was just driving. I was looking for a place to park. <laughs> <laughs> I had to circle the block. I had to circle three blocks and then circle the one block and then circle the other block. Yeah, uh, ru- <laughs> that liberals dream of just seeing dicks everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the United States military—they're—they're they're downplaying it. They're saying that this was unintentional, but of course, that's what you would say. Uh, Russia has yet to respond, but who knows? By the time this is out, maybe they nuked the dick. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> this is king <laughs> shit. Like, I don't mind if like. You know, I don't, you know, the atrocities if we're gonna in the do United war, States. Yeah, if we're going to do war, we have to draw dicks in the sky <laughs> for me to be okay hey, with it. Did we just me too all of fucking Russia? Like, did we, <laughs> we just Louis C.K. in Russia. <laughs> we, they did not consent to seeing our dick. <laughs> oh, God. Rape culture, man. Fuck. <laughs> hey, United, the United States military gets canceled. <laughs> always sunny title the gang gets canceled hell yeah so uh i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens with that uh i don't feel good about it um we have some international news uh this week uh lula won down in brazil so that's good yeah um and then also benjamin netanyahu somehow won again in israel so that's bad um (laughs) 
uh, this is wild. I don't understand how. I feel like if you're like a president and you get like kicked out of office, like it's wild that people are like, I'm just, I'm gonna go again. I'm gonna I'm gonna go again. Yeah, you know what? I'm going back. But uh, you know, it gives it gives me uh, hope, or <laughs> maybe not hope. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna bring back Nixon? What are you talking about? No, I mean for a uh, fr- friend, friend of the pod, uh, Don- Donald J. Trump, uh, oh. our our last and our next and our forever president. Um, you know he's he's seeing what's going on in, with Benjamin Netanyahu, and he's like, I I could do I could do that I could do that. I can't believe that Trump tried to like all time shotgun the American presidency. <laughs> <laughs> Like him and Biden walked out the front door and he like jogged to the car. It was like shotgun all time. The do- fuck? <laughs> you can't do that. You have to wait till you see the White House. Um- you have to like, touch the lawn. Okay. <laughs> you can just call it from over here. I mean, I could have called it from inside if that's what you were going to do. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Okay, so we do have some, like, uh, bad news. Um, this is, you know, I'm gonna switch gears here. It's gonna get sad for a little bit. Uh, this week, the medical board for the state of Florida officially voted to ban gender-affirming care for trans kids. Fuck! Um, Yes. Uh, other states have tried this, or have, like, tried, like, voted on the ban, but, uh, those efforts were either blocked or are, like, being held up or haven't gone into effect but florida did this through their medical board so it's not like something that a court Mm. can stop because it's not a law it's like a regulation i don't i don't exactly know but um this will go into effect after 21 days from when they vote i don't even know what date they voted so uh so what the fuck happens to the minors that were already under from what i read i believe if you were already receiving gender affirming care that you're able to continue, they just can't take on any new, Fuck. any new um, uh, case children. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but yeah, it is fucking horrifying, yeah. and it's also um, like pretty much the stupidest way to approach this problem because, like, I like I I don't agree with this at all, but like I get why like why people the, you know it's just parents are like I I'm yeah. scared my kid will be trans like I get that it's coming from this fear and hatred. I get that. But like the number one way to inspire a teenager to do something is to make a new rule that they can't do it. Yeah. Like, what are you fucking thinking? <laughs> like, yeah. You should, you know, the way that you get kids to stop turning trans, everybody else turns, like all the grownups do it. Like, or something <laughs> like start saying chuggy again and dye your hair pink. I don't know. Like figure something else out. Like, you got to make this not cool or else people are. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know I'm being like trivializing, but uh, yeah. it's... I don't think anyone out there thinks that you think. <laughs> no, that... it's, it could work. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I don't think that anyone out there thinks that you think that like trans kids are are coming like going through the struggle of coming out to their parents to be like, gotcha squares. <laughs> <laughs> It just it just super sucks because there's a, there's a saying in the trans community the the what is it the best time to transition was yesterday second best time is today and so we use this to encourage people who are questioning their gender to 
take the jump and just start moving on it and start getting to live the life that you deserve to live. Um, and the, the dysphoria that I experienced from my giant shoulders, low voice and giant hands could have been avoided if I had had the language and the access to, to avoid all of this shit and to have that denied to, to all these kids is just fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Right. Like my, one of my, uh, my mom's siblings is transitioning at the age of 62. Yeah. Like just started because lack, lack of acceptance, lack of availability of care, lack of understanding had kept them in the closet for literally six decades. Yeah. Like, like, you're so afraid that your kid is going to be trans that you would rather subject them to six decades of suffering. Motherfucker, you shouldn't have ain't had that kid then. Yeah. And it, it just... How could you make a whole person and then just make it suffer like that? Fuck you. Yeah. Anyways. It's just all about, you know, these parents, they want kids to be what they want to be as opposed to what the kid themselves wants to be like how they want to live their life and like honestly like parents if you're that worried about it don't worry about their fucking gender identity worry about do everything you can to make sure your kid never becomes a stand-up comedian (laughs) that's something you should be trying to avoid i thought you were gonna say a cop (laughs) and you went stand up Okay, yeah, that's Fuck the police, but uh, don't let him be a comedian. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, fuck the police, but, like, comedians will, will pull their dick out and try to fuck you. So, yeah. like, don't... <laughs> don't let them. Don't let them. Uh, fuck. Kanye, if you're listening in North... North says she's a parent. Okay. It doesn't have to be a potato, because that's what you wanted. <laughs> Um, also, uh, in a bit of, I don't know, good news, uh, hard to say (laughs) in a bit of news that is at least better than what I thought was going to happen. Uh, this week, Joe Rogan went onto his show and officially apologized for telling his audience of millions that the, the story about uh, a school had to install a litter box because a kid identifies as a cat. Completely fucking made up yeah, story. That obviously. He, that he saw in like a tweet or like heard from a, another person spreading it. But on his show, he said, oh, my uh, friend's wife, she teaches at a school that they had to install a litter box. So he made up he just... that part. And so he went on his show this week and was like, yeah, I, I just like kind of lied and, you know, I, I was adding fuel to a fire. This apparently never actually happened. Right. Um, so, you know, it's not good, but I'm shocked that, you know, that he did that. <laughs> like, yeah, he didn't the have amount, to. The amount of of accessible media that is just fucking like urban legends and chain mail is actually barf it's distressing (laughs) yeah like he didn't he could have gotten away with that forever and the fucked up thing about it is this this, i i first heard the story on mdc that's minion death call for everybody go listen to that program also it's very good very good um tony's been on the show before fuck yeah uh we so like this this was around i've heard this and then i see it in the wild i see people talking about how you know like just out and out lying that their fucking uh, school had to install a litter box for uh, for furries, right? Which is used as like a dog whistle 
for anti-trans shit. Like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, what? They're, oh, your boy's now a girl? What's next? They're going to be a cat? Be a it's cat like, now? shut the fuck up, dude. Also, uh, sidebar, I was at Fest and uh, over the week, last weekend down in Gainesville, and somebody was wearing a furry costume. Now, I'm not sure if they were, like, in their fursona or if it was just a Halloween thing, mm -hmm. but... Um, I watched them walk into a sign so hard, and it was like one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. <laughs> Them shits is hard to see out of. They ate shit. It was so fucking funny, and like they were fine, so it's okay to say it was funny, but yeah. it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's so fucking the first, funny. The first time I ever went to Anthrocon here in Pittsburgh, I was talking to someone who was a furry and um, they had taken off their head piece. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I don't know. What I don't know it either. Yeah. Yeah. They, I don't know. But is they it took disrespectful off to call it a costume? Like, I don't get it. Don't yeah. Know. They took off, they took off their, they took off their head and face covering and were talking to me. And I was just like, Oh, like, how did you get into this? Like, how did you get started with this? And what the person said was, I was tired of being tormented for all the things that I am. And I thought if I was going to be tormented anyways, that I would just pick something. Yeah. Hmm. Because that was easier. Like picking something that they knew was going to be mocked was actually going to be easier than being mocked for what was just like, like inherent to them. Wow. And oh my God, did I want to fucking kill myself? That's so brutal. As a stand-up comedian, I find that too relatable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> most of my act is just me saying the things that I'm scared other people will say. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Most of your act is you saying the things that I would say if I was there. <laughs> <laughs> darn tootin okay 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 um we missed uh or i guess this is like an ongoing thing um uh the one of our big stories this week we got a few so don't don't fucking don't be like oh the episode's almost over no it's not we got more to talk about but this is a big story uh this week it became official elon has taken the twitter wheel and immediately crashed it, just like a Tesla, baby. What's up? What's up? Fuck you, Elon. The door's automatically <laughs> locked on Twitter, and it bursts into flames. Oh, yeah. Um, Elon. I love, I love to see another, another installment in the phony Stark flop era. It really makes <laughs> Holy shit. Um... Yeah. yeah, so I've never heard phony Stark flop era before. That's incredible. Pretty good. Pretty good. Incredible. I've also never heard it before. I just said it. Oh, shit. Okay. Look at you, Deanna. Nice I'm, work. I'm so glad you're part of the show. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> got to be funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, immediately, within days of Elon like officially becoming the CEO, um, a few things happened. First of all, uh, the revenue dive bombed because he fired the person that works with the advertisers. 
Uh, in fact, Elon fired the entire board of directors and became like the sole director of the entire website Twitter. Um, <laughs> like all the companies that like do advertisements, the person like their liaison with the company is just gone now. Yeah, and like, so they're they're losing money. They're just bleeding, bleeding money. And Elon tweeted out that it's because of like uh, woke activists. And it's like, no, dude, it's because you are the worst person at doing this. Yeah, like, you have bought this thing and immediately started making it even worse. Um. Yeah, he also, uh, on Friday, it became official, he fired almost half of the company's employees, like 3,700 people, uh, which, fun fact, is a violation of both California and federal law. Okay. Um, <laughs> any company that is over like a hundred, uh, uh, over a certain amount of people, they can't fire that big a percentage of their workforce without like 60 or 90 days notice. And, uh, yeah, so a class action lawsuit was filed that same day. Um, Elon is not done losing money on Twitter yet. Uh, <laughs> fucking beautiful. But he's got a plan of how he's going to make up for this lost money. Um, he, Elon announced that starting, I believe, this week, listeners, you will now be able to buy a blue check mark for your Twitter account for the low, low price of $8 a month. And what does that get you? Unclear. <laughs> Unclear. I, it is my understanding. Uh, you can edit tweets. You I can edit. Oh, I've already got that. I pay for regular Twitter Blue. It's three dollars a month, I think. Damn. And yeah, I've been able to edit tweets for like a month. It's fucking sick, dude. I'm always tweeting shit and spelling it wrong. <laughs> I don't edit anything. I just go out there. You put cinnamon on this mac and cheese. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, the 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 point of having the the blue check mark is that you are like verified to be who you say you are. But that is not at all part of the equation. It's just you pay eight dollars a month for the blue check mark now, uh, and it, apparently it might get you like a priority placement. Like more people will see your tweets, which like as a, uh, a attention starved narcissist, I'm kind of into that. Um, so I, you might see Andrew Hillary with a little blue check Mark next, to him next week. <laughs> I am too craven not to do it. Uh, but I think it is also a bad plan and a terrible fucking business model. Hmm. I mean, here's the thing is like when you take a product that was free and people are like, no, nah, I don't really want it. I, the way to sustain it is not to tell them that now it costs $8. Right. Like what? <laughs> I don't know a lot about business. We I, are not I really, business folks on this podcast. I, I, I didn't go to college, not a college girl, just, just a, a dumb kid with a comb. But, but, I don't even know how to tie a tie. I don't know anything, but I do know <laughs> that making it cause it's kind of like a noose. We can practice it later. <laughs> oh, I do know how to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, charging night. people more for something they already didn't want right. is—that's uh, not it. But you know, Elon Musk is also not a businessman. He's just a billionaire bitch boy. That's true. Um, one fun thing is that a lot of people have decided that uh, 
now that Elon is like going to, you know, crash Twitter into the ground, people are just like, fuck it. And so many people that already had blue check marks, like, have just changed their at to Elon Musk. It's fine. And like, there's this one person that tweeted, I still never learned what Grimes' real name was. <laughs> so good. And the, the fucking profile picture on that particular one is him before the hair plugs, like back in the PayPal era. So it's so fucking thin up front. It looks amazing. Yeah. Uh. Big fan it. of it. Big fan of it. Um, I love it. I also love how many accounts on my feed are that right now. Yeah. Because I love like the little the little fun and games time of being like, is this actually Elon Musk's very public me- uh, mental breakdown, <laughs> or or is this someone else's very public mental breakdown <laughs> that they're carrying out in his name? Like what? As, as soon as I get my blue check, you know what I'm changing my name to. <laughs> McRib. McRib. <laughs> what if it was Mick, M-I-C-K, Rib? I'd be into that. Somebody named Mick Rib. Oi, I'm Mick. Mick Rib. He's Australian, <laughs> but he should be Irish. <laughs> but spell Rib like R-I-E-B-E. So it looks like it's not Rib. And you're just like, yeah, it's pronounced Rib. It's pronounced Rib. Yeah. Goofy. Look, the other day I told my friend Mel that she should start telling people it's short for that her name is short for medium well. So don't take advice. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know my favorite Elon Musk fact? No, what's that? When he was a teenager, he used to go to parties. You know, it's like if your family's rich like that, you go to like society things and you have to kind of talk about like where you're going to go to school or whatever. But his whole thing, he would pull emeralds out of his pocket. And oh, yeah, like, yeah. My parents bought the, got these out of the mine. <laughs> you see him? That's, fu- oh. that's so fucking. In a different wow. world, I would have sold Elon Musk ice cream for an emerald. <laughs> <laughs> In a different world, I would have sold Elon Musk drugs at a party and overcharged him for them because I knew he had the cash for the for the blood diamonds. He's got no sense at all. So this is a quarter. This is a quarter ounce. Uh, that'll be two gems, please. Like- <laughs> be, uh, let me get six blue check marks. Oh my god! <laughs> Cryptocurrency. Wait, I just there's somewhere out there there's a world where the new the new the new world orders currency is an NFT of a blue check mark <laughs> on the blockchain. <laughs> and like some incel listening to this just came all over themselves about it. <laughs> Dude, we were at the we went to get wings last night yeah. and the uh the waiter the girl at the cash register, I don't even know. Um she she said she referenced NFTs. Oh, because I gave her a sticker of gravy. She was like, you should make this an NFT. And like, I know it hasn't been that long, but like when she said NFT, I was like, I haven't heard that name in years. Yeah, right? Like, I was like, is that still a thing? And I don't know what she said. She was like, no, but yes. Like, I don't she know. Was, she was emphatic. She was like, yeah, yeah, it's still around. Yeah, but she also sounded like she hated the concept of it. She's like, yeah, they're, they're still around. Like, people, like, hide money in them or whatever. I was like, yeah. huh. That's uh, so weird. That's so, so weird that there are still people doing that. <laughs> I didn't... Oh, Go please. ahead. I didn't know that there were actually young people with face tats, but that was, there she was. She was standing right there. I, um, I follow a Twitter account called, like, Crypto Bros Taking L's. It's good. Because... I'm petty and it makes me feel good. <laughs> um, 
But I saw one last night that was like an empty, an empty like conference room stage. And it was like the turnout for like the blah, blah, blah NFT convention in such and such a place. And I was like, it'd be looking like a Trump rally in here. <laughs> mostly empty. And the people who showed up are fucking morons. I can't. Um, well, actually, Deanna, great transition right there. Unless, did you have more? Did you want no. to make it a less great transition? <laughs> uh, no. I was going to say. I'm not a fucking Florida man. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> uh, make transitions great again, okay? okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been a great transition if I hadn't stopped and, and second-guessed myself. But anyway, we're powering through. This week, uh, we got some news from, from old Donnie. Uh, he was holding a rally uh, in Iowa, I believe. Um, I don't even fucking know. Uh, but he he announced that he might be announcing an announcement in the next coming days or weeks. Mm. Um, so, you know, people have been speculating for a while if whether or not Donald Trump was going to run for president again. And uh, first of all, anybody that ever speculated that fucking idiot. Um, of course, he's going he's to coming back. Wait, is you telling me this right now, me receiving a rumor about a rumor about an announcement about an announcement? No, 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 no. Uh, he did make an official announcement um, at his... Uh, on oh, well, I only deal in rumors on and <laughs> urban legends, so... On Thursday, he said, and this is a quote, and now, in order to make our country successful and safe and glorious... I will very, very, very probably do it again. Uh, very, I'm... very, very probably. I miss him. <laughs> Don't you miss him? <laughs> That's the best fucking copy. <laughs> Three so berries. Good. Three berries. Very, very, very. Oh, come very, on. Very, very, very probably. <laughs> <laughs> come on. It's so good. You know what? I get it. Because every morning I get up and I'm like... Am I going to do this again all fucking day? All day. And then I'm like, very, very, very probably. <laughs> and then I just get up and put my fucking pants on and keep it moving. The worst we get, very, very, very probably gets out of bed in the morning. There's the episode title, folks. That's how we do it. That's how the milkshake is ducked over here. Um, but yes, uh, also Trump has been... I, the reason I, I said it was a good transition is you are correct in part of that, Deanna, where you said the, the Trump rallies are full of idiots. But uh, the part you were incorrect, it is not sparse. He is holding yeah. fucking huge rallies, like bigger than they've ever been. And he's doing it, especially he's held a lot in Florida where he's like competing with Ron DeSantis, even though Ron DeSantis is in an election that's happening tomorrow uh, on the day this comes out. Donald Trump is not currently running for any office and he's not doing the thing where like Democrats go and campaign for people that are up for no 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 he's not doing it for Ron DeSantis or any of the Republicans he's just doing it for him and he's packing out rooms and like somebody was saying that like oh, girl, healthy boundaries self care <laughs> do, do it for you boo boo um he was somebody was saying I I think I was listening to a podcast or something that like he is going to just obliterate Ron DeSantis. Like, you remember how bad Trump like pushed Ted Cruz's dick into the dirt? Yeah. Like that's Ron DeSantis. He's going to call Ron DeSantis's wife a groomer. And she is going to be <laughs> making fundraising calls for Donald Trump in 2024. It's true. I fuck. 
Like he Wait, could be, uh, he's the meanest. He's mean. He's a mean man. And Ron DeSantis has has a little voice that's just so wispy and thin, and he's just gonna get fucking kicked in the little yeah. testicles repeatedly. It's gonna Ron be very DeSantis funny. Pretty fucking flaccid. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, you know, good, good for nobody actually get bad for us. Bad no for the whole wins, world. We lose. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah, we have, uh, actually we have a quick, before we get to our final, our final little story here, we have a quick, what the fuck Joe Biden, uh, to get to this week in a speech, Joe Biden accused oil companies profiteering off of their outrageously high prices can you believe it weird he's he said that these oil companies they're making a lot of money and you know what he said listen listen here jack listen here jack you're making too much money you're you know what you're you're getting rich and more and more rich and i don't i don't see i don't see i think you you, i think you stop i think you should stop it buddy uh, no more push-ups until, or all push-ups. I don't know. There's some push-ups. It's depending on the profits. Joe Biden announced that he is going to, if the oil companies refuse to lower their prices so that they stop making record profits, he is going to institute higher taxes on oil companies. Now, there's one catch. Okay. He will need Congress to do this. <laughs> So our final story is there's an election tomorrow. <laughs> there is an election. Yeah. The most important election of our lives. <laughs> Everyone is the most important election of our fucking lives. So they say. Here's the thing. Um, I, you know, whatever. Fucking vote, I guess. Uh, you probably There's probably at least something that you should vote for where, wherever you live. Yeah. So, like, you should probably just vote. But, like, if you don't want to, I, I kind of get it. Uh, however, I will say that it, this is so disheartening heading into this election, thinking about the fact that if Republicans take even just the House or the Senate, that the next two years is going to be nothing but impeaching Biden, mm-hmm. doing using everything that they can to punish Democrats for the little power that they gained in 2020. It is going to be a complete fucking shit show and then in 2024 no matter who the republican nominee is they'll be able to say joe biden hasn't gotten anything done in two years and like even though there's a reason it's still fucking true so if the democrats don't win in this election the republican wins in 2024 millennials will be fucking middle-aged before we even have another shot it's yeah. trying to make things a little bit better for anybody. Yeah. And the Democrats have picked like some of the worst fucking possible candidates across the board. People that fucking suck, that don't want to change anything, that yeah. aren't aren't able to admit that the system is bad. Like it's it's just the two of us <laughs> drawing dicks up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this is I, I mean, we put these episodes out on Monday. The election is Tuesday. People sometimes, you know, listen to this throughout the week. So a lot of people listening to this, the election will have already happened. However, 
I don't think that's going to stop us from making predictions because, you know, we're wrong about a lot here. So heading <laughs> heading into one day before the election, I just want to get the, Ian's thoughts on a few of these uh, pivotal, pivotal races. First of all, uh, Herschel Walker versus Raphael Warnock in Georgia for the Senate seat. Uh, do, do, what, what do you think? Do you think do you think there's a chance that that Ooh. the Democrats hold this seat? I think it's Warnock by a hair just because Herschel Walker is quite clearly an insane person. He is so bad. This election should be by the polls. It should be by 30 points that he wins. Okay. Like I'm saying it should be just based off of how Herschel Walker, his character, not even his fucking politics. He is a bad man. He is a, like a terrible father behind blue eyes. (laughs) Um, in the cradle and what? Oh, Oh, also, uh, I meant to mention this up top. Almost every single one of these Senate races and almost all of the like contested House races at this point are within the margin of error for polling. Uh. Like they literally the polls are all like, I don't don't, don't know. Fuck. (laughs) Like this. It literally could just go either way. It could be the Democrats hold on to both. It could be they lose one. It could be they lose them all. And nobody really has any fucking clue, which I will say, at least I kind of respect that. Because the last couple of elections, they've been real sure. They were super sure in 2016. Yeah, they did. Um, they were. They so was, this is a lock. I do respect that they're like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's how it should be. Um, all right. Next up, J.D. Vance versus Tim Ryan in Ohio. Oh, you mean Tax and Tim Ryan? That's Tax the only Tim- fucking thing I've ever heard about on the television for the past three months of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, J.D. Vance, fucking a cunt. piece a of cunt. shit. Piece of shit. He's like a fucking fake. Like He's like one of those guys that goes and he's like, I'm going to be a cowboy. So he just buys a cowboy hat from like the nicest store in town right. and then takes a picture next to a truck that he's scared to drive because it's too high off the ground. <laughs> like, and he's going to win. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like it. But then like Tim Ryan, didn't he, he ran in 2016, right? He was a Democratic primary. I, I believe that? so. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I see, I don't, I sort of vaguely remember that, but he did nothing. He did literally nothing in that race. He's like, he's a piece of cardboard. Uh, but I've seen the, the ads for him. He's trying to act all fucking tough. He's trying to act like he's, uh, like a tough dude. He's throwing, he's throwing footballs into television screens in the ads. Like <laughs> I'm taking him out. Ugh, I throw a football. And nobody <laughs> fucking buys it, Tim, Tim, nobody buys it. Timmy, calm down. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Again, like he's with both Raphael Warnock and Tim Ryan. Like they're not bad. They're not like uh, I mean, relative to sure. But like they're not exciting. Like right. there's nothing that's like, oh, if I get into the Senate, I'm gonna fight for healthcare every fucking day. I'm gonna make enemies trying to do this. Like there's there's no like <laughs> right. there's no thing. It's it's just vote for me because the other guy's bad. Exactly. That's all the Democrats have had. For a very long time, and they they have gotten worse and worse as time goes on. So, like the the alternative, it's like keep everything the same, which sucks shit, or uh, an open naked descent into depravity and fascism. Hell yeah! Um, our last Senate race that I want to talk about because there's a few others, but like I don't know, Blake Masters is kind of a piece of shit out in Arizona, but mm. I think that one's a little more safe. I'm not sure. Uh, the last one I do want to talk about is uh, close to home for me, Indiana. 
of course, uh, it's John Fetterman versus Doctor yeah. Oz. Um, it's not close to home. It is home. There's there is. There are French fries on that sandwich. <laughs> well, not Doctor Oz's sandwich. Uh, he's not from Pennsylvania. More heart healthy, I think. Um, <laughs> Doctor Oz probably eats French fries with a fork and knife. Fuck that dude. This is a fucking. His is a pork roll. <laughs> <laughs> Pork rolls are really good. I, I don't know. Uh, I can't endorse that message. But here's the thing. Um, I think we talked about this either last week or two weeks ago. That uh, did you? Did we talk about the Fetterman Oz debate, Deanna? I can't remember. Uh no. Okay. Um, John Fetterman. He's not a perfect candidate. He's definitely done some things that I'm very against. You know, fracking, Israel, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but as far as senators go, he's got. Probably the second best politics if he would be in the Senate. Like, he he's relative to other senators. He's good. Sure. But he looked so fucking bad on that debate stage. And now, obviously, obviously, he had a stroke. He's recovering. His, his mind is there, but his speech, it takes, it's hard to get out. Yeah. I get that. I am an understanding person. I also understand that if you're a senator, you have a team of people. Like, even if your words are slow to get out, that is not going to hinder you from doing your job whatsoever. But I am a fucking logical person that actually thinks about things. A lot of people just fucking watch what they see on TV, and he looked fucking terrible. He looked like he was not, like... You know, he couldn't even answer questions. Not that he was choosing not to, like a regular yeah. politician. He couldn't get the words out, and he was repeating himself. And yeah, it was. And again, it makes sense. But politics are fucking fickle. People do not vote on the things that they think about. They they vote on what they feel. And the average person, without a lot of context, they see that they're like, "Well, fuck this guy. He doesn't look like he knows what he's doing." And it, it might. I don't know. Dr. Oz is the wildest kid. I it at least kind of made sense when Trump ran because he's like the showboaty, like big, like narcissist, like I'm better than everybody personality. Dr. Oz was famous, but like he never struck me as that like that like showboaty kind of guy. Yeah. He was more like, oh, I'm such a smart boy. Look at me. <laughs> Not like I'm the biggest, dumbest, goldest boy. Like <laughs> I just want to say. That um, among our many esteemed listeners, thank you to the listener who is on Oprah's team, (laughs) who heard me say that I don't expect labor from a black woman to right the wrongs of a white man, but that I wish that someone on Oprah's team would denounce Dr. Oz. Thank you for endorsing John Fetterman. Thank you. Whatever listener that was. My favorite one. Thank you. Also, can you ask uh, uh, your boss to come on our show? (laughs) (laughs) Oprah, go on Worst Week Yet. Also, if Oprah can help me at all. If my mom does not not come through on that $14.99, Oprah. (laughs) Oprah, all I ask is that you put a McRib under everybody's chair. Um, (laughs) It's all sticky and shit. <gasps> what if Oprah like pays for everybody's blue check for one month? <laughs> Do the right thing, Oprah. Um, come on the show, give us a McRib, give us all a blue check. Uh, yeah, so 
like I said, listeners, you may know the results of the midterm elections by the time you're listening to this. We clearly do not because we're living in the past, baby. But I have such a bad fucking feeling about it. And, it, you know, I I was kind of joking when I said, like, most important election because that that kind of applies to all of them. But like, like I said, if the Republicans even or if the Democrats even lose one chamber of the House, that's there's no fucking coming back. Like, as soon as the Republican is president again, they will just get rid of voting. Like, maybe not in name, but, like, they'll do something so that, like, it'll be minority rule. Like, we we, we won't even... It's... Yeah, disastrous. um, And the worst part is, I don't even even really feel motivated to be like, make sure you go out and vote, because the Democrats aren't fucking trying to do anything to stop it. So, like, uh, I don't know. They don't even care. Nancy Pelosi's like, she, they were fucking sending campaign emails that were like, Nancy Pelosi's husband is being bludgeoned right now. Send, <laughs> send $14.99 to stop <laughs> attack in action. Donate right now. Like, what? We're getting another hammer as we speak. <laughs> Mr. President, a second hammer has struck Paul <laughs> Pelosi's head. A hammer has struck the second tower. Fuck yeah. Uh, well, hey, this has been real fun. It's uh, I'm so happy to podcast with my friends. Um, yeah. I'm so happy to be hanging out here where there's cats and uh, yeah, it's it's been great. Uh, Audrey, where would you like people to find you? I want you to find me at rftb.me. That's the website for our podcast. It's a comedy relationship advice program. We're heartfelt. We're funny. We're goof asses. Uh, me and my co-host Donovan. Uh, every week, we're going to solve your quandaries. Uh, rftb.me or wherever pods are sold. Also, I got another show. Uh, it's called Data Transfer. It's a trans feminine reading of the Digimon Adventures <laughs> animated series. Uh, Andrew's going to come on this week. I'm going to watch an episode of Digimon. No context. No context. Zero. <laughs> and it's it's getting weird on the fucking show lately. It's fucking wild. So you're, we're going to have a good time with that. Uh, data Transfer. It's good. Hell yeah. Deanna, anything? Uh, you know, I'm on Twitter at... D-D-D-Deanna, that's four Ds, E-A-N-N-A. I always say I'm going to tweet more, but I just type out the tweets and then delete them, which is the unconfident comedian's version of putting items in your cart and closing the browser. But, (laughs) you know, wait. What? Wait. What? Since I, I, can I tell my joke? Oh, of course. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. How does how does Mark Zuckerberg finesse women into sleeping with him? How? Metaphor play. <laughs> All right. <laughs> For the listeners at home, we are both saluting Deanna right now. <laughs> I mean, I really appreciate that you laughed the first time. And then just as a, <laughs> I played it cool, like, <laughs> just as a little treat for how pleased I was with myself, mm-hmm. like you let me tell it again and laugh the second time too. That's friendship. 
Thank you so much. The, you know, the Democratic Party could never hope for loyalty like this. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, uh, of course, you can find the show uh, over at patreon.com slash worstweekyet. Like I said, if you're a patron, watch Barbarian. Uh, I, it's so fucking good. Um, you can find the show at Worst Week Yet, wherever you do those kind of things. You can find me at Andrew Hillary US. Uh, you can email the show, worstweekyet at gmail.com. And uh, more important than all that, bullshit. Tune in again next week for more bad news. Ah.